Netflix book club. Netflix book club. Yeah, I'm not doing this. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Netflix Book Club, uh, episode 62. This is your host, Dennis wow. Rooney. Yeah, episode 62. That's fucking cool. I'm standing. Yeah. Um, this is a special episode because it's the first episode we're ever doing, ever, without Stephen McDonald, my right-hand man. Forget that guy. Forget <laughs> him, right? There's going to be no more uh, long-winded explanations, analogies. <laughs> no, we, lo- we love Stephen, <laughs> even if he is long-winded at times. That's fine. Um, follow us. On uh, Twitter, at Flix Book Club. Subscribe on iTunes. We're on Stitcher. Leave us a comment. Reach out in some way. Join the discussion. Um, but today, I reached out to two good friends of mine, someone who's already been on the show before, uh, one Lori Pomentary. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Thank you for being on. Anything you want to plug real quick? Twitter? Um, um, no, I get my Twitter's at Lori Pomentary. I uh, actually plugged this show, Netflix Book Club, in my review of my own film premiere oh, next that's month. Right. <laughs> I saw that. AKA saw that. Death. That's right. Thank you for uh, plugging my podcast because I had a small role in your, is that a pilot or a short movie, would you say? It's technically a pilot, but f- I mean, in a way it's a short film too because they will Kinda. most likely never be future episodes. A little bit. Well, you're a returning <laughs> guest, so we don't care that much about you. I mean, we care, but like, you know, thanks for being on. Uh, Let's get to me. Please. Exactly. Thank you. Exactly. Oh the man God. who chose the film, Mr. Brian Gian, excellent hey. stand-up comedian. I don't know about that. But no, I'm saying it, man. Excellent thank stand-up you. comedian, been featured at the Montreal Comedy Festival. What's well, your t- plug you. something? Uh, plug something. Um, you know, uh, BrianGian.com. <laughs> you get everything from there, I'd imagine, right? Yeah, it's you know. I feel like we should we should you should days. spell it though. Oh, good point. That is a good point. Uh, B R I A N. <laughs> Not the wide Brian's B R I A N, and last name J I A N. I think that's what she meant when she said spell John. All right, anyway. I'm, I'm uh, face tedious. Yes. Jesus. So um, I reached out to Brian to be on the podcast this week, and I said, "Throw me some movies." What he's are some movies? Voice. He's got a good voice for a podcast. Yeah, he's just got a good and voice a for a podcast. It's really the only reason. Face <laughs> <laughs> for radio, pipes for radio. Um, and I asked you to send me a couple couple movies. A mm. lot of bullshit. A lot. Of, let's be fair. A no, lot of them what got did you shot send down. Me? Uh, I wanted to do the, the you know, the the Joss Whedon, because right now the science fiction superhero yes, thing. Very, Star Wars is very popular yes. right now, so the Joss Whedon. What was it, Firefly? I, what, either it's Serenity or Firefly. One is the series, which is, you know. And then they made a movie. For this show. And the movie version. The movie yes. one was the one that I wanted to That's do. That's the one you wanted to do. I yeah. shot it down. Even though I do want to, I want to explore that universe. Great because movie. I hear such good things about Firefly. Joss and Whedon is awesome. Yeah, and I mean, I liked all, everything Joss yeah. Whedon has touched cinematically that I have seen, I've enjoyed. Right, so, right. But I kind of just shied away from that. Kind of because, here's the deal. This is what we watched this week. We watched uh, Beasts of No Nation. Starring Idris Elba, I hope I'm saying that right, directed by Kari Joji Fukunaga. I think I'm saying that one right. Perfect. Also the director of uh, True Detective. Season one. Season one, which we all loved, right? That's Didn't great. we? Yes. Fucking amazing. Um, so you put that out there in the list of movies that you pitched to me. And Lori, I checked with you. I wasn't really going to give you that much leverage. <laughs> <laughs> you told me that though. You said yeah. it was kind of up to Brian, but I sent you some some, some suggestions anyway. Yeah, I was like, it's really up to Brian. But what do you think? And uh, this title fell Sorry, into Lori. this one came up in mind. Let's see though. Was this in when we watched? Uh, go check out Lori's last episode, Nightcrawler. I think that's in the forties somewhere. <laughs> check that out. Uh, which was a fun film. But that was you also included a uh, Beast of No Nation when yeah, you included in the, Nightcrawler. <gasps> No, no, it was just in this time around when I sent you, I sent you like oh, okay. six movies. Yeah, you sent me a bunch, Beast, uh, and I just happened to notice that this one matched up with uh, Brian's. Oh, good, good. Okay, I didn't, I didn't know if I was, you know, 
being uh, pushy. This was about mostly because of you, but All it right. helped that Laurie was like, I'd also like to see this. Good, good. And I kind of pulled the trigger on it because this is a movie, I said this earlier today, is that this is a movie that, like, first of all, it's, a ne- it's the first Netflix original film. And we are called Netflix Book Club. We love Netflix. <laughs> I hate when people shit on Netflix. They're putting out a lot of great original content right now. And this was their first feature-length film. Who shits on Netflix? People shit on Netflix all the time. Really? I hate it. Yeah, they say it's Why? too expensive. Oh, they say there's, no, oh, there's right. nothing on Netflix. I hate that, nev- dude. Oh, really? I hate it. Yeah, you've heard people say yeah, there's nothing on Netflix. Yeah, there's plenty of Netflix. People there's just need to have other, like, another life. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but... Think, like, how much of Netflix are you watching until you, like, exhausted their library? Right, exactly. Well, here's the thing, though, is that I kind of get it when people say there's nothing on Netflix, but but it means you don't have the guts to pull the trigger on something you might be interested in. Right, right. And that's kind of where we got the idea for this podcast. Because this is the exactly this is exactly that kind of movie. This is the movie I knew it was good. I heard everyone who saw it said it was good. It looked interesting. Mm. Started it got up. nominated but for something. Yeah. Uh, Academy Oscars. Yeah, it got nods. You know what I mean? Right, it right. stars uh, Stringer Bell from The Wire. Can't go wrong with Stringer Bell. I should want to watch this. I should be able to make the time to watch a two-hour, 12-minute film. But I never did. Mm-hmm. Until I was like, I guess I'll let's make this the choice for the podcast. I kind of pulled the trigger after you two put it in there. Um, so real quick, Brian, what would you say this movie's about? Uh, really quick, it's about um, it's I think it's an unnamed African country and about the war to child soldiers and the and the rebel civil war going on in a lot of these countries right now. And it really kind of gets down the, the nitty gritty, and it doesn't like you know gloss over anything. Yeah, it's, it's like the day to day life of these child soldiers. Yeah, and I think that's right. important that it's like an unnamed country, right? Because the be point an... of this movie is like it's going on all over, mm-hmm. right? Um, and what made you what made you like put it this is... into the list? I know you had just seen it, but you clearly liked it, right? Yeah, I mean, it was one of the things I saw, and I know that it's um, it was nominated for a lot of stuff, so I think it's it probably like a lot of people saw it and would want to you know probably hear about it, talk about it. So. Right, right, right. Um, so after watching it. Stream it. Don't stream it. What are we stream doing? it. Stream it. You enjoy it. Stream it, brother. I loved it. Yeah. Okay. Lori? I say stream it, but proceed with caution because it is a downer for sure. Yeah. <laughs> There's an asterisk it in there. It is a downer. Like, Not oh, a feel man. Good movie, for sure. You're just going to be sad. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to want to go out and enlist in a you know child soldier like uh, thing after you see this. I mean, it will make you appreciate your life a little. I'm like, oh, my God, my life is so good. It is one of those movies where you're like, like oh, I yeah. am so whiny about the dumbest shit. Like, I need to snuck that off. <laughs> I have such a good life. Totally one of those movies where you're like, oh, yeah, there's millions of people who live way shittier than I do. Oh my all god, the time. yes. Uh I'm going to say the same thing. I'm going to go with stream it. Um I wasn't as torn down as Lori was, I think. I, anything with kids like really like I it makes it me so you, huh? sad. It feels like all their murdering pe- adults murdering them doesn't affect me. She at all. texted me at like 11:30 <laughs> on Friday night and she's like this movie's so sad. And <laughs> right, I was like right. it's sad that you're in at 11:30 on a Friday watching this movie. Yeah. But <laughs> I mean, and also not just like the killing, but you know, there's also like you know, like the rapes. There's and, a like, lot. Like, oh, there's yeah. a lot there's a going lot. on. Brutality. I mean, it's just it's horrible. But yeah. it, they don't pull any punches, which I kind of enjoy. I, like you know, I appreciate. Well, that. also because I mean, it's not true, quote unquote. But you know that that is basically happening all the time. Right, this right is like now. A, yeah, it's like a, f- uh, a fictional account of something that's probably happened thousands oh, yeah. of times, over you know? and over. Um, but stream it. It's heavy duty, but it's a really good film that the, it's not the type of film that gets made a lot I think which is important to say it's a good Netflix original support Netflix watch the movie or don't and just continue listening to this but we're going to hit the break we'll be back in a minute to talk more we'll be right back now what are they calling you 
Oh, you must say it like you're prouder. Agu. One more time. Agu. Uh-huh. Well, Agu. That is what I will be calling you then, eh? Leave this one under my charge. I will be trading him to be a warrior. So you can be fighting the army that is killing your father. Is that what you want? Uh, you must be saying yes! Formation! Say yes! Yes. Yes, sir! 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 One more time. What's the saddest part of this movie? Let's just get right down to like the lowest point. If you guys had to pick one, how how early on did you know that uh, Agu, our main character, Agu is a young boy whose family gets killed. He was great that kid too. He really was, good actor. Really good actor. First time actor, I believe. I think that they just literally plucked him out of like obscurity. He's no, like he's, uh, he's like the dude from uh, Captain Phillips. Yeah, right. Which right. makes me wonder, like, will this kid ever work again? You no, know, because like, not. yeah. Yeah. The guy from Captain Phillips isn't going to be, he's, he's he'll typecast. Up, yeah, he'll be, end up selling like watches on 8th Avenue somewhere. Yeah, or he'll, have, like, he'll be really successful, but only in his home country. I guess that's <laughs> not a bad way to go. Yeah, but the kid uh, who plays Agu, like, he's also young, and he's a cute kid, too. Like, the guy in um, Captain Phillips, like, he's just, like, this really skinny, like, he only can be typecast. Like, the kid could potentially, like, you know, take some acting lessons and, like, I guess go that's into true. Their, like, The kid realms, from Captain yeah. Phillips can be... I mean, the guy from Captain Phillips will always be a pirate. Like, there's Pretty no escaping much. that. He's the Somalian pirate guy for yeah. forever. Right. But this kid could escape it, you Pretty think? much, yeah. I hope so. I hope he's got something left out. Yeah, he's a great actor. Everybody everybody was a very natural. I don't think, I think a lot it, of it, people. It felt, it felt and looked like a documentary very, in the beginning. Yeah. Where if yeah. you, if I had known nothing about this movie and you right. showed me the first 15 minutes and said, this is a documentary, mm-hmm. I would have believed it at first. And then I would be like, no, this is not actually a yeah. documentary. Even though Idris Elba did a great job. But oh, if he's they, such a good actor. If they didn't have him in it, if they had like some unknown guy, I would have thought exactly, okay, this is yeah, totally. You're right. Idris Elba is the only guy who kind of gives a, a commercial face to it where it's yeah. like, hey, don't forget. This, this is isn't real. Right, I mean, it's right, real, right. but it's not like this specific thing isn't right. real. Uh, why was it on your list, Brian? I gotta why ask, was man. This movie? I, yeah, because you said it was on like your uh, like your to watch list for a while, right? I mean, I know you said it was like nominated for stuff, but are you into this type of film normally? This is kind of like that's what I mean. Dark this is, gritty. It's dark gritty. Yeah. I mean, it's got to do with. Uh, What's going on in Africa, which I know nothing about. Yeah, yeah, because of the Sudan and, you know, the Congo, like this this type of thing that goes on. So I, I read about that a lot. But also— You're this, pretty up to date on what's going on over there, or at least— I'm not going to pass myself as, like, you know, like a UNICEF, uh, you know, right. guy. But <laughs> like, I read about it, <laughs> so. You know? um, but no, but this was the first pro- major project that uh, Kari Fukunaga, the director, uh, was announced being attached to after season one of True Detective. He wrote it too. He wrote yeah. this movie. Oh, and I was so a huge you, fan. So of you were kind of keeping an eye on him. Based on a yes, book, sir. I believe this. Yes, it is, is based, based on a book. Uh, you were keeping an eye though, sure. Just because right, you know, right. that's a good point. I love True Detective season one, but I didn't right. think to be like, I'm going to keep an eye on this guy, see mm. what he does next. And so much of what I loved about True Detective season one is the directing style. And he did every episode, so there was like a sort of director. Did he do every narrative, episode? That's cool. Like you know. Theme that ran through the entire season, as opposed to season two of True Detective, where they every episode had just about a different director. Right. So that I definitely think that that kind of broke up the narrative what, of season two. What that makes me think of is um, not so much season two. I didn't. I just didn't enjoy season two of True Detective as much right. as season one. But I go to think of like a, a show like Breaking Bad, where mm-hmm. you get some big time direct. Well, people who turn into big time directors, like yeah. uh, oh, I can't remember his name, but he directed Brick. He directed um, I don't know that guy. Looper. 
Oh, uh, Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson. Yeah. Ryan Johnson directed two episodes of Breaking Bad. Oh, did he? And uh, great episodes. But uh-huh. when you have different directors doing different episodes on a season, it's not going to have that right. kind of thing where season one of True Detective, so it felt so fluid. Exactly. You know? It can go either way. Yeah. Uh, this movie felt really fluid. It really did pull off looking like a documentary. It did, yeah. It looks like, it looks real. And I think that's part of what put me off on it, oh. if I'm being totally honest. Like, I don't want to watch a documentary about child war in right. Africa, you know? I don't know right. if it makes me a piece of uh, shit. Yeah, I don't know if I answered your question. You asked me what was the most, the saddest part of yes. the movie. Did I answer you? No, oh. what you got? I, I mean, you know, I could I could go with spoilers, right? There's not sure. Yeah, okay. now we're good. So, uh, like when 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 his when it, the, the 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 rebels came. Well, no, the, in his in, in the main character Agu's village, when the soldiers came and they you know started shooting, killing everybody. And like he saw his dad and his. Old when brother. the witch woman came by and was like, right. I don't Pulled know these people. Right. Yeah. Was, right. Oh right. my god. When you see her start walking yeah. into the scene, your heart immediately is like. This bitch is really going to play, like, a huge role in whether this family lives or uh, dies. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you think, because she, she curses the kid and her and his brother earlier on in the film. Which, by the way, when that happens, did you guys have that moment? When she curses them for being thieves, she calls them thieves. You're like, oh, do I not know enough about this family? Like, are they kind of, like, I'm sure they're thieving to get by, but are they thieves? But then they kind of clear it up real quick. It's like, no, this is a good family. Like, yeah. they're doing everything right. Right. And they just get totally fucked by... Some crazy woman. Some crazy woman right. who essentially village... really lets the government do it. Right. But, yeah, that was a brutal scene. But more brutal than, Agu, get on your knees. You'll do this for me, right? I, oh, I think that, that was, was the most brutal. Yes. Because you, you, know you knew right. his family was going to die and he's going to join the army. Like, you kind of know. Like, yeah. you, you know that's the movie I thought about, his brother so was going like, to be with him, though. I thought it would yeah, be like there a, was you know... Because the thing about that... Rape scene, which they don't even really show. They don't show at all. They just like it's kind of masterful. It is, especially earlier on, because they see. Was it Stryker who got called into that tent with the big dude? I think so, because Stryker was was a young kid. He was getting raped too. Yeah, and Stryker, and it's one of those things where they call the kid in. You see it. It's a far away shot, but you see it's like Stryker, get over here. Stryker runs up the hill by this grass hut, and this huge dude is like, get in, and he's like, you kind of just see his body. He's like, all right, and then he goes in. And they don't say Stryker's about to get raped, but I'm in my head. I'm going, right. this kid about to get mm. abused. Yeah, you know what? And that's another whole thing about what this movie touches upon that I totally even forgot just until now. You guys have pointed out, like the the the, ex- the sexual exploitation of these child soldiers. It's not just that they're sending them out to kill and like hatch guys in like, the head. That's well, not bad enough. That's not bad enough. Power no. too. It's and like then, power right. control. It's but also I thought I mean because when. I'm going to keep calling Stringer Bell. <laughs> Stringer Bell. You know but what? Stringer Go Bell. With, yeah. Like, on paper, you're like, all right, this guy's a warlord. He's, like, recruiting child soldiers. But you kind of love him initially. there was something likable about it. Yeah, so likable. Because he, first of all, the other soldiers did kill Agu's family. So right. it was like, fuck those people. I do want to kill them. Yeah. And Sable, he was, like, a leader and, like, this, like, almost, like, you know, love. father figure type thing. Yeah. And it, I, even I was like, I kind of like this, like, right, right. commandant. And then, in the world of all evil, he's like a lesser. In the world of all evil, he's yeah. also fucked up, but he also believes in the cause. Like, it wasn't like he was too... And then he goes and rapes a goat, and you're like, oh, my God, it, no. It I can't believe get, that I liked this guy for I'll two say, minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I liked him for more than two minutes. I liked him a lot. I, liked I did. Him, I liked him, too. I, I liked like, him the same way. There was a lot of moments in this film. Maybe it's because I just rewatched it recently, but I, re- I rewatched uh, Full Metal Jacket yeah. recently. And I kept feeling that movie coming up while I was watching this, especially with uh, Alba's character, com- uh, Commandant. Um, I kept thinking about the drill instructor. 
mm-hmm. you know? Because yeah, yeah. drill instructor is giving everybody shit the whole time, but you kind of like him because right. he's fair. Uh-huh. And Elba's character was fair. He's right, a, right. he's brutal, but he's pretty fair. And uh, you start to lose I'm your little... father now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just... yeah. And it's like, okay, all right, right yes, right. you are. You, you start to lose a little bit of love for him earlier than the rape scene. The rape scene is what clinches it where it's like, yeah. it's like I kind of want to be on this guy's side, but you mm. fucking can. You can't. But earlier on, um, when, all right, because the commanded, he believes in the cause. But what is the cause? We still kind of don't know. You still don't really know. Still yeah, really it's know. pretty vague. And he wants to take this bridge early on in the movie. And then he goes to take the bridge. And the people he's killing are like engineers. There's right. a guy who's like, I'm an engineer. I'm here to fix the bridge. And he's telling Agu, this is, the guy, this is one of the guys who killed your family. Right. And right then I'm like, okay. While I do like this guy and his tactics and his morale and as a coach kind of figure, he's got like he's going down the wrong lane though because yeah. he's just killing people. They're just they're no good guys. Which they're leads all... me to the question: like, what is his motivation to keep going? I know you got Supremo leader over the radio, kind of right, like pulling right. the strings, mm-hmm. but like, why is why why does he go ahead and kill this engineer? You know what I mean? To what purpose? Is he just has he just lived in battle too long? Probably, yeah, I think that's, I would think that's so a huge too. part. Of it. I think he yeah, has yeah. nothing else but like war. Basically, that's his whole life, right? Right, that's his whole life. And also, I mean, he wants to send a message. He wants to just show all his, you know, his underlings, this is what you got to do, right? You know, because ultimately, I mean, there's, if there's one scene in the entire movie where you see, well, other than the end, but the first time we see the uh, the Stuart Bell character, Idris Elba's character, really get disappointed is when he gets passed over by the the supreme leader guy. Yeah, not just disappointed, but kind of like, kind of sunned so, a little bit, right. put in his place. Like, because yeah. up until then, you only see a commandant being a commandant. Right. And then he's waiting and waiting. Let's mm-hmm. talk about that scene, man. Because that, that's the first scene, I think, where, yeah, you start to question, like. That is really. There's also a shot in there where it's just Idris's eyes, and then the background turns blue to show, like, the passing yeah, time. That's, oh, that was so a great good. shot. Right. That was like, ooh, good And just, one. just the couch. <laughs> just seeing a. Uh, the commandant sitting on the couch, such yeah, a he, change of background yes, after yes. being he out looks, in the bush for so long. He's a big dude, and then yeah. like suddenly he looks small, small like the kids, you yeah. know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, that, it was a good shot. I don't think we can stress that enough that uh, Idris Alba, such an amazing job in this film. Right. Like, I've always yeah, liked he's him. He's so great. Always really thought is. he was a good actor, yeah. but I'll say this I think he sounded a little French, though. At times, I felt like he was slipping a little <laughs> right. bit into a French accent. I, would, I wouldn't be able to tell. So I'm not like, that familiar with the accent, so you don't know. You don't know the indigenous accents for the <laughs> African plants? No, I'm not well versed on that. Yeah. Well, he's British. Yeah, so, he's British. But, I mean, he played the uh, the Stringer Bell character I mean, to the to yeah. a team. I yeah. was shocked. Yeah, the first I time first. you heard him, you were like, oh, my God, oh, it's, yeah. he's British. What the hell? Those classically trained. I think trained... he's in the running for a new Bond, which yeah. I am 100% for. I'm like, yes, make him Bond. It would be amazing. you got to bleach your skin. But other than that, <laughs> the chops are there. No, well, those uh, creams for that. <laughs> um, yeah. What did I want to say? What did I want to say? It's I don't know. If a, got, I don't know if he got nominated, but uh, yeah, no. I mean, this this movie's up for a whole he, bunch of awards. He wasn't so. nominated for an Academy Award, but I think he might have been nominated for a SAG Award or a Golden Globe. Or a Golden or Globe. Like and that, I think yeah. the whole cast might have been nominated for um, uh, for Academy Award. Mm-hmm. This might have been. Uh, I mean, not just overshadowed, but it might have been kind of in a murky sea of movies, too, because since this was the first Netflix original, it's not like Netflix went out and said, hey, we want to make this movie. Netflix bought up this movie. Right, right. right. And was, was like, we already. like it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but th- the way they distributed it was they released it for streaming the day it was released in theaters simultaneously. 
and there was like five major theater chains who said, "No, we don't fuck they, with that." Yeah, they got there was a, a huge controversy in in, mm-hmm. in that sense. A lot of a lot of theaters got really pissed yeah. off because they were doing the dual thing, right? And then that was going to cut into the theater's profits. And it's kind of like a sign of how it's, times are changing. Exactly. That's why. Wise. Yeah, that's why this movie was also important in that sense is that it's going right. to set the you know stage for the way movies will be shown. I think in the future. I think that's because pretty interesting. Cause I'm in SAG, so I get I got Beast and Donation on the among other movies, but they were still movie like. Uh, um, the Revenant, which I got, but I still huge movies. I still went to the theaters and paid to see it because I wanted to see it in the movies. Yeah, because yeah. uh, I'm, I'm a movie person. I like to go out and see the movies, but um, yeah, no beast. I streamed, and I was like, oh man. Would you say I, I streamed this movie? I didn't go out oh, and see it. Yeah, no. I mean, we only do movies on this show yeah, that right. are streaming <laughs> on Netflix. Speaking of Idris Elba, and because we don't do, you know, you said you don't do series, but have you guys seen Luther? No. The series on, no, it's on Netflix. I hear that's good. I hear that's good too. What is he, a detective, British detective? That I don't know. Finally, he's doesn't a, have to do an accent. He's but on he's that British show. Though. He's, he's British. on Luther. Yeah, he's I Luther. Didn't he was on it. He is Luther. Yeah, right. He's the guy. Yeah. I gotta check him out. I want to see like after seeing this now specifically, because oh, even after he rapes Agu, there's still moments where he's giving a speech, and I'm like, I'm with it. Like, well, he's, I'm a, down. he's a good leader. I mean, he's a good he's a rapist, but he's this. a good leader. Like he's a murderous rapist. He's the was a despicable human, but he's he actually he's a good leader. A I was like, I would follow this guy into right. war. I don't. <laughs> yeah. If my, you know, if my parents like killed and and if by soldiers, and I had to follow one guy, why not? Right, and it's also kind of one of those things where you got to think, what was his childhood like? He's probably had the same childhood, yeah, kind of yeah. like Agu. Can right. you blame him for how he turned out? Yes, but like you know, it's still it's. But a it's gray also area. we were talking about this with uh, with Walking Dead, how um, like basically after a certain season, everybody is just stripped down. To this animal type, kill or be killed, yeah. and mm-hmm. that's that territory. That's the commandants, like, and that's what all those kids are turning into too. Right. It's they're becoming stripped of every other mm-hmm. type of human quality besides like their animal instincts. Yeah. And that's a huge theme, I think, in the film. No, I, I like. I'm glad you brought, brought Walking Dead because there's a new uh, uh, what do you call it? bad guy uh, Negan who he just got shown in. The I haven't end. seen. I haven't seen. Okay, well, <laughs> I'm like. Oh, have you not really? I really have. Okay, I I'm just not ta- I just watched. But you you know we the, know Glenn's dead. You basically. know that's it. That's all I know. Not gonna say yes or no. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I got to root for the one Asian guy, right? This is why we don't do series on this show. Okay. It's too much. Yeah, too much. Yeah, yeah. But, you got to root for the Asian. But just guy. but just uh, the, there's a new character you heard of Negan. No man. Okay, well there's wait. A, okay, <laughs> then I won't talk about it then. No, say it. Go ahead. I don't care. Go. There's a character coming up named Negan. Uh-huh. He's, gonna, he's gonna be the main bad guy. Cool. All right. And he, I don't know. He's not on the. He's not on the show yet. This okay. is some reading about him. But he's gonna be a very brutal, charismatic bad guy. And I'm thinking the whole time, how are they gonna pull this up? How can I like a bad guy? Then I realize, oh, it's gonna. You know, it, it could be done. It the can way be done, especially when the when the show. situation right is like that. Like the walking. I mean, it's a post-apocalyptic world. Sure, uh, the African setting in this movie isn't necessarily post-apocalyptic, but it's pretty fucking close. It's kill or be killed. It's kill or be killed. You're roaming around. Simple. It's right. you're, you're killing someone. Who are you? Are you friendly or not? And mm-hmm. it's like unless they chant the exact thing back at you, you can't right. really trust them. Yeah. You know. Uh, but what you were saying, Lori, about how like, and that you were saying with The Walking Dead. Like, once you go into that life, I don't think there's any going back. And that's definitely a theme in the movie. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of a happy ending for Agu, a little bit. Well, let's talk about that. Is it, or is it, it's a hopeful ending? It's a hopeful ending. It's a hopeful ending because Agu's talking about, basically, this is a, do we know how old Agu is? I'd say about 10, maybe? Yeah. Probably 10. Yeah. He's, got, he's, he's a 10 year old. He's not in puberty yet, for sure. Definitely. So. Although he wanted to get it in with that girl. Right. <laughs> 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 We're talking about a 10 year old with PTSD, though. 
You right, know, like right. PTSD. Oh, I mean, it's right. and obviously there's no therapy over there. Like this, he's. I mean, whole, what what there is, it's so basic. It's a woman saying, "Just talk to me. Tell me anything. It'll probably make you feel better." You mm-hmm. know, towards the end of the film. Right. Uh, and he sa- he immediately, I mean, so eloquent for a ten year old. I know it's written, but like he's like, "Yeah, I've seen horrible things and I've done horrible things. I'm a beast. I'm a demon, but I'm also a kid. I got a mom and a dad." Like he's he's so. Uh, it's very mature. Even so he, mature. I mean, but he also has he debate. has his voiceover in the movie, so you kind of are like, you know, you're always like on his side the whole time. You're uh, always on his side. You kind of always know what's going on in his head, um, and it's used very sparingly. Oh, which the I other liked a lot. the other part that broke my heart, I totally forgot, was when he runs up to that woman and hugs her and thinks it's his yes. mom. That was so sad. Oh my right. god, that was so sad. Do you think when he shot her in the head, do you think that was a mercy kill Absolutely. or like an anger kill? Like I can't believe this woman. Fooled me, because he says it. He's like, "You fooled me," and you kind of. I, I thought, thought it was going to murder her right away. Kill. I thought it was oh, an anger really? kill. Yeah. You thought it was an anger kill. You're sure I, it's like a sympathy kill. I'm right? not sure about it. I I took it as I'm like, oh, thank God he killed her, because then you know, have to, for her to have to go through that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Because I mean, the scene she was going to, she was already being raped at gunpoint by multiple right. soldiers. Yeah, and she's only got the first dude on her, and I'm sure right. everyone's going to have a turn. Yeah. It's right, horrible. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe this is my, my point of view. I thought it was like. Thank a you for picking day. such but. a cheery movie. <laughs> I know. Hey, let's go uh, th- take a walk in the park. I, mean, I literally. I w- let's, go pet, let's go pet some puppies. Like I knew. Well, here's the thing. I knew it was gonna be dark, but then yeah. you texted me, Lori, and you were like, like, "This is really so sad." Well, like I said, anything Sorry, like guys. anything with kids like that, I just get so upset. And oh. I don't like if I was ever really rich and I like traveled to other. I would like Paul and Angelina Jolie and be like adopting kids from all over. I'd be like, "Oh God, let me take you out of this situation." Yeah, but then you get them home, and three years later, they'd be spoiled brats, Pretty and you'd be like, yeah, "These fucking pricks, them. send them back." I'm like, "Go back." No, Put a gun uh, in your it hand. makes me. I'm like, "Oh, this is so sad. This just makes me so sad." You see that scene where like there's a couple UN trucks driving by. And you see like a white woman inside looking yeah. out and looking at these child soldiers. And uh, it kind of makes you think you're like, oh, we're going to see that again in the movie. There's going to mm-hmm. be some sort of, uh, you know, yeah. UN influence. And there's not. And that just goes to show you like their hands are so tied. There's so much. Everyone thinks that, oh, just do this. Just do that. It's just so not that simple. No, it's so not much that simple. stuff going on. And even yeah. if, I mean, dude, the engineer was going to help them. Right. General help, just generally trying to help the yeah. country, his country, right. and you you can get killed for yeah. it. And you can't even say, well, why don't you send supplies? You know, give them food. It just gets cut off on some road somewhere and just gets completely looted. It never reaches right. the people who need it. Yeah, I kept. I'm telling you, I kept seeing Full Metal Jacket coming up in this movie mm-hmm. with the voiceover, Agu's voiceover, um, yeah. especially that last when he was doing that last monologue to the therapist, I guess, mm-hmm. and he's like, "I've seen horrible things." I kept waiting for him to be like. I am in a world of shit, but I am alive. Just start doing the Full Metal Jacket uh, monologue at the end. Um, what else? What else to cover with this? Um, what did you think was the point of him being forced to wait, though? The commandant. Like, was that a purposeful thing to, like, put him in his place before trying to I essentially think, fire him? Or I think so. Yeah, it like so, seems yeah. like a big power play. Right. And what happened exactly with the with the prostitute that night? Did did Commandant have something to do with that? See, that I'm not sure about. Because that was an odd, that was a very convenient kill, right? You kind of suspect that, all right, so Commandant gets uh, demoted. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, Commandant yeah, Commandant yeah, yeah. gets demoted, uh, 2IC takes his place, and Commandant says, well, I want one more night out with my boys. Right. Takes them all out. To like a whorehouse, right. basically. They're drinking soda, they're drinking beer. And uh, you think, or at least I thought, that Commandant was going to kill him outright at some point or mm. get him killed. Right. But then the hooker that 2IC is with shoots him, right. says it was an accident, uh-huh. sticks by her story, mm-hmm. and 2IC is like, Commandant, you did this. And he's just like, no, 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 no. 
And later on in the movie, they're pretty much friends again. Like, what the fuck happened there? Does right. anyone have any theories? Because I couldn't figure it out. I thought it was just like a, probably just an accident, but the just coincidence. Now that you tell me, yeah, it's, so it's, it it's seems so a little too convenient. convenient, right? But then why does she stick to? But if that's gonna happen, you think she would just kill him? You know what I mean? Like well, if Commander well, paid did. her off, yeah, she she ultimately got killed. She did. She got killed for right, right. just popping him. Right. And I think that was the way – it was like, you know, one of the Lee Harvey Oswald, Jack Ruby things. You you kill the guy who killed the guy, and then you kill him so that no one talks. Wow. You know what I mean? I thought it was set up. I yeah. thought the command had set it up with the process you I thought uh, for sure, actually. I was sold by command, and I, was, I thought command had nothing to do with it, that it was just – especially because <laughs> he saved him then. Well, why does he save him? You why doesn't command just kill him? These are the questions. Because then he doesn't want to, you know, Manipulation, burn like, I don't know. I guess like Stryker he... and Agu are watching. He doesn't want to be so outright right, where it's yeah, like yeah. you create you a you dissent. It's kind of a Stringer Bell move. <laughs> it is kind of a Stringer Bell move. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, all right. We got to wrap up, but uh, one more time. Round sure. table. Mm-hmm. Opinions. Final thoughts. I don't think anyone's going to change their mind. Stringer or don't Stringer. This is a really good movie, but... Uh, no, wait. Any, any you, you go. Oh, yeah. I say stream it. Uh, but uh, yes, it, asterisk. It's very dark. Uh, you know, you're not gonna feel good about anything afterwards. Just be prepared. Keep that in mind. Yeah, I feel the same way. I think it's. I, think it's, I don't think it's a movie I would ever watch again. Only because <laughs> yeah, it was so sad. I mean, cinematically, it is good. So there are definitely things that. Uh, a good takeaway there, but I don't know if I'd ever watch it a second time. I wouldn't watch it again, uh, <laughs> but I would cut out <laughs> clips of Stringer Bell's character giving speeches and put them on like a mixtape. Yeah. <laughs> a workout makes sense. Before you go on tape, right. instead of um, like, Shia LaBeouf <laughs> being like, do it! It's just yeah. like Stringer Bell. It's like a third world Tony Robbins. You know? <laughs> or I want to set up an application where I'm like, how do I look? And they're like, all right! What was the phrase that came Like, how does command it look? All right! I don't know. This was a, it was a really good movie. And I enjoyed talking about it. Thank you guys for being on. One more time, plugs. Any plugs? Um. C- well, when does this air, this episode? This is going up Wednesday. Oh, perfect. So yeah, yeah, come um come to my movie premiere. Yeah, plug the movie premiere. Death. I'll be at that. Um, it's a Dennis big deal. will be in that. He'll be doing comedy too. He makes a brief appearance in it. Um, and yeah, but I steal it though. It's he's, brief. But he's I steal pretty it. great. No, he's very good in it actually. Uh, so that's May fifteenth at the Brokerage Comedy Club at seven p.m. And I uh, should come to that, and then oh. you guys can critique my movie. Cool. Can we stream Netflix, that too? Though. It's not going to be on Netflix. We're going to sell oh. it to Netflix. We'll sell, sell it to, it to Netflix just so we could talk about it on this podcast. Will, will it be on your website if you can't make the actual show? On, um, yeah, Netflix? eventually it will be on my okay. website, yeah. It'll be up. Mm-hmm. Brian, uh, me, anything you want to plug? Uh, you know, it's my website, briangian.com. Briangian.com. B-R-I-A-N-G-I-A-N. J-I-A-N. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, Dennis Rooney 7 on Twitter, at Flix Book Club on Twitter. Subscribe on iTunes. Next week, I don't know what we're doing next week. I think I have a couple choices, but I haven't uh, filed it down yet. But uh, thank you guys again for being on. Thanks for listening. Everybody say goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. WWWNBC. WNBC. WNBC. See what I'm hearing. Pig vomit.